in motion is Sewell. Goff to throw. Wants to throw it to Sewell. Oh, he caught it. Yes. Sewell on first down. Oh, yes. the big man dives down to the 31-yard line. Oh, that is beautiful. Welcome to the 20 Minute Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft, and I am very happy to welcome in Marvin Jones Jr., wide receiver. Fans know you very well, Marv, from your first stint here, now back. Does it feel like home again? Does it feel like you never left? Yes, it definitely does. You know, I was gone for two years. Um, Obviously, when uh, we came here to to play, um, you know, the reception that I got, it felt like I was home then. Yeah. I can say this now. Um, after the first touchdown, I look over to my wife because my wife was my wife was in the stands and she was she was uh, chanting the forward down the field and I'm yeah. looking at her like, like no, not today, not today. <laughs> but now she can chant it all, all she wants. But yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like home. Um, glad to be back. Um, everything's so fam- familiar, even yeah. even though it's a you know it's a you know relatively different team, uh, different coaches, but. Uh, you know, being out there on the fields, being in the locker room, uh, being in the city, um, yeah, it definitely feels like home. It's like you never left, but expectations, Marv, maybe a little bit different this yes, time around. Sure. I mean, for you're sure. stepping into a situation now. Obviously, look what they did the second half of the season. Kind of started with that win over Jacksonville last <laughs> yeah, year, but, yeah. um, you know, finished 8-2, and two, and now you've got people talking about NFC North title. I mean, mm-hmm. something we haven't seen here in a couple decades. You know, I mean, playoffs are kind of mm-hmm. bust. Yes. Just what is it like walking into that kind of situation? situation too where it's home but there's a little more expectations at home now yes i love it you know um and i i feel like when i first got when i first got here the first couple years uh um there was a little bit of that expect expectation but i mean if you're you go out you step outside i mean everybody's talking about it (laughs) yeah there's definitely a a a big buzz a buzz that i haven't i haven't really seen here um but i love it you know um because it's uh because that just means it's a challenge you know Mm -hmm. and and this in this type of sport you you need that challenge and 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 you need something in front of you that um, that you can overcome you know so um i think the team uh, is ready for that challenge um everybody's ready for the challenge the city is um so it's just up to us you know because we have that potential i'm glad you brought it up could you even imagine what this city would be like i mean you spent Uh five years here you know Mm -hmm. the passion of these fans i mean even when it wasn't going well Ford Field was being sold out sure. and the passion that they have. If if you can bring a consistent winner here, if you can bring a division championship, Marv, what would a home playoff game at Ford Field, what would that atmosphere oh even gosh. be like? It, it, it can you be, even let yourself think about that? Because I, I, I'd, have, I'd have to bring the family back up. I'm like, I think we have to stay here forever. So, <laughs> no. But it, it, it would be insane, you know? Um, and obviously that's a goal. Um, but it starts It starts here. It starts yeah. uh, It starts. Um, in, in our preparation and, and what we do. Um, obviously, we have the pieces. Um, you know, they've, they've uh, been talking about, you know, last year, um, how they finished, but, you know, this is a new year, you know, and there is the expectation, but um, we have to put in that work, and um, that's what we're doing now, and it's great. And Marvin, I think you come here in an in a, in a interesting position because you were at Jacksonville the last couple of years and, and obviously a team that was, you know, starting to maybe build something. And then mm-hmm. they kind of took that step to get themselves into the playoffs, right, and be part of that conversation in the AFC. Is it feel like you're stepping into kind of a similar situation here too, like a team that's kind of right on the cusp and they just mm-hmm. need to find the right pieces to, to take that next step? I mean, I, w- I would say yes because uh, the trajectory of, of both of our – 
um, both of our seasons last year was kind of the same. You yeah. know, um, you after, guys went through a tough stretch there yeah, too. Yeah, after after our loss to um, after our loss to us, I could say. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't I don't think we lost a game after that, and 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 we got got into the playoffs. Yeah. And, um, you know, got the division and then got the home got the home playoff game in which we won. Um, so I say I say it definitely is similar because we we had a similar path. You know, so yeah. uh, I'm just I'm just excited for the opportunity to be here. Um, and and to and to add value and to help and to help that help everyone achieve, um, you know what we want, what's in front of us. Made a nice, uh, inter- or nice uh, touchdown in the back of the end zone. A little toe tab diving oh, yeah. in, in, oh, yeah, in Wednesday's sure. OTA. <laughs> so you're making your presence felt. But just maybe first impressions of this offense, Ben Johnson. What, what do you like about it, Marv? I, I, I love, and I've, I've knew, uh, I've knew Ben for a while. You know, since he he came he came in here with uh, with with Bevel um, mm-hmm. in 19. We got him in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, just a bright guy. Just a bright guy when he talks and. Um, you know, even when he was here, when he wasn't the OC, he was he was presenting. Um, you know, he was doing every he was doing everything. Did you see um, this trajectory with him? Oh yeah, you definitely. I mean, when you talk to him, you definitely can see it. You yeah. know that where he's he's supposed to be. You know, so it definitely sought after. Um, you know, just a, a brilliant mind, a brilliant mind, and um, the thing the thing that I like is just the elevation of. Um, you know, scheme or, you know, there's there's always going to be something, you know, thrown at uh, thrown at you and um, and definitely just using using everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and with our with our group, uh, especially as, you know, wide receivers and, you know, running backs and the tight ends that we have. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be real fun, <laughs> very fun for him to uh, to put some stuff together. But um, I, I love this offense. I love this offense and I, and I love the players that we have. Um, you know, from from the O line to the quarterback to for, to us, to, I mean, all around. You know, you look to the left and right, and you just see a lot of playmakers, and that's what you want. Um, you know, to be a part of, and I'm glad I'm a part of that. Yeah, it starts with that O line with you guys, one of the best in the league. For and sure. as a wide receiver, you've got to be excited about that because that gives a quarterback more time to obviously sit in the pocket, find you guys. You guys get uh, more time to to get open. What do you like about the wide receiver room in particular? And Antoine Randall L. Just is, mm-hmm. is a former player, right? A guy who did it at a high level Definitely. in this league for a long time. What's it like having a position coach? Be a guy who's been in your shoes, done it, and won at a high level, and now is developing a, 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 what looks like a pretty good wide receiver. Room. Yeah, I mean, you said it. You know, he he played at a high level. You know, he has he has a Super Bowl ring. Um, so he you know he's been through it. and He knows he knows what it what it takes to get there. You know, and obviously when you have that type of experience, um, um, it it goes a long way. You know, especially mm-hmm. in in developing you know young players or um, you know just just building that camaraderie. Um, because you know we we know he's been there, you know. So um, the receiver group is is amazing, you know. Um, it just it I just see fun. A smile there. You, yeah, you really yeah, like the room, you know, oh, yeah? for sure. I think because because I think we're gonna do some great things, yeah. you know. Um, we have a lot of guys that can make plays. Um, a lot of guys that add different attributes. Uh, you know, this guy does one thing, this guy does another, and or there's something similar. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just amazing to be a part of, and you know, running routes, going out there and running routes with them. Um, you know, being there, uh, it's especially for me. You know, at, at this at this point in my career, I like to I like to see I like to see Do that. They make sure. you feel young a little bit. Have oh guys yes, like for J-Mo sure. Insane. Oh, those guys sure. that make you feel young. Yeah, they always they always <laughs> they always make me feel young. You know. 
know, so, uh, you know, they, they have, they're young and they have the energy, but, you know, I feel, I feel like I'm still young too. So I, I have the same, I have the same energy. Marv, so it's I all have good. to say, it doesn't <laughs> even look like you've aged. Like, hey. is there something you're taking in? Is there water somewhere? I mean, I know I you know. go to Columbia, the, you know, you yeah, travel a lot. Yeah. Is there something that you found, the fountain of youth or something? Because <laughs> I, when I watch you on the field and I look at you, I mean, you look like, you were here seven years ago. Maybe like hey, come, come to Columbia. I've been in Columbia <laughs> this month, uh, so it, it's it's all good. <laughs> Saint, in particular, obviously a guy who entering his third season. I mean, it, I think the, the ceiling is so high mm-hmm. for him. I mean, already a Pro Bowl player. You know, he had that chip on his shoulder of being what the seventeenth wide receiver taken or whatever it was. Just what have you seen from Saint? And is he kind of built more of a, a leadership role in that room going into his third season now? Yes, I, I think you, I think he has. You know, when you um, when you have that much exper- experience early on, um, you have that many catches and you've seen you've seen a, a, a lot of footballs. Um, you definitely grow to have that um, that leadership um, uh, responsibility. You know, just because um, you know there's a lot of a lot of guys that wanna that wanna play like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So sure. the, I mean, if you're if you're younger a younger guy and you're coming in and he's you know this guy had 100 catches and 90 catches and you know a thousand yard pro bowl and stuff like that you automatically uh, have that respect you know so um just just his work ethic um is is it's crazy he has a crazy work ethic and, and that's something that i admire about him um because not a, not a lot of young guys you know come uh, you know enter in the league with that type of work right um, you know what i'm saying so catching all um, the balls after practice, for sure for sure else. Yeah. everything everything he's a pro's pro so everything everything that a pro should do he's gonna do it you know and it's a it is great to have um have somebody like that you know um in the group you know First impressions of of, of Jamo. Obviously, you're gonna miss him the first six weeks of the season. You guys got to kind of hold the fort down. But what, what's maybe the first impression when you watch him? Made a lot of plays out at practice oh, during, during sure. the mini camp period. Yeah. Is is that kind of what we can expect from him? What was your first impressions? Of oh, I think I think for sure. You know, I think the sky's the limit for for him. Um, obviously, you you see him out there. You know, he wants to make the play. You know, yeah. and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna sell out. You know, even if the ball it's hard to overthrow him or anything. <laughs> but you know. If it does happen, he's gonna sell out for it, and he's yeah. he's doing everything to to make the play. He wants to be in that in that position to um you know to make the big play for the team, you know, and um you know he asks questions, um you know he does everything he's doing everything right now that he needs to do to be to be a great player. So um you know he just just needs to keep it keep it up for sure. And that speed, I mean, you know, it's, you it's second to none. Different. You can't yeah, yeah you can't teach that. <laughs> it seems to me that that it would be smart for him to kind of. Uh, you know, attach his wagon close to you, stick by you. Are you one of those guys that if a guy does want, you know, kind of go underneath your wing because you've been doing it at such a high level for so long. You've been so consistent, Marv. It seems to me like you've got a lot to offer a guy like J-Mo. Is that something that just has to kind of happen? Does he have to approach you? Do you approach him? I guess, how does that dynamic go between a veteran and a young player? Because it seems like it would be a perfect fit for him to kind of just, follow you emulate what you do if he wants a long consistent career in this league well i i mean i think it kind of happens naturally yeah. you know um i think every uh, team that i've been been to i mean even even you going back to cincy you know after my I, I came into a very young wide receiver room. You yeah. know, AJ was on his second uh, second year. Me and Mo uh, Sanu were on our first year, yeah. and, um, and and stuff like that. So I think we always 
built we built together you know sure um so we kind of taught each other things and leaned on each other um you know to be the best pro that we could be you know um but i think um you know in in like my travels i've always been the guy i was i've always been that guy to you know take everybody under my wing whoever is not specifically one person but whoever you know um and and i I think everywhere i've been they've been asking those questions like hey how do you do this or um you know what did you do what did you do when it was your first year and stuff like that and that naturally just it naturally happens out on the field and you know we're going to spend a lot of time together so um i i think you know in in this uh in this period of time um everybody's been kind of doing that um and he's he's uh, one in particular him too so um, yeah i don't think i don't think i i need to be like hey you need to follow me and stuff like that because it's it's already happening happening natural and i think you see you see it out there you know he he works he works very hard um and it's gonna it's just gonna be a great um situation you know to be a part of um and it's gonna be a great group for all of us a couple more marv what's the potential of this team this offense I think it's, it has great potential, um, you know, with, with Ben, um, you know, leading the charge uh, with the mind that he has uh, with JG um, uh, under, under the center with our, with our line, with, with our receiving core, our running backs, our tight ends, um, you know, who are amazing. Um, you know, I think the sky's the limit, you know, yeah. and, and I'll just go back to say um, that we need to work for it. We need to work for it because everything is there. The pieces are there and I'm getting hyped talking about it, you know, <laughs> so it's going to be a good one for sure. And this is a fun and, and that makes this time of year fun, right? I mean, you're a vet. You've been doing this a long time. Like it's spring, right? Yeah, like, sure. Call me when training. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But it doesn't seem like that's been the case for a lot of you older guys. Is it because you guys see the potential? You, you see what this could maybe be? Yeah. I mean, I, I think so, because I mean, there, I didn't really necessarily need to be here. But, you know, you know, the person I am, I want to I want to go and, you know, make my presence felt. Yeah. And I want to be there for the guys on the on the on the team, you know, and, and show the coaches that, hey, you know, um, you know, I'm here, yeah. you know, so I took some took time off, took came <laughs> back and forth, but I was still here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, for sure. You know, I and I, that's one of the things where I told I told uh, Jasmine, I told my wife um, the first day I was like, uh, yeah, I should go, you know, yeah. just because there's some there's there was something in me to say, hey, you got to go. Um, you know, you got to be a presence in the locker room. And um, I mean, you can't can't miss what's going what's going on out here. You know, it's, it's, it's a good thing that's it's going on here. Watch. Yeah. So how is Jasmine? How's the family? Everybody's great. Everybody's yeah. amazing. They're in San Diego right yeah. now. Um, you every- got a son going into high school? Football yes. player, yes, that yes. makes you feel old, doesn't it? Yes. My son was a freshman too. It makes me feel yes. a little older. Marvin, Marvin, when I signed, when I signed here in this building, he was six years old. Uh, wow. So he's now he's fourteen and he's going into high school. He's uh-huh. starting high school football this summer. Okay, um, he actually play, he plays lacrosse as well. But um, this defensive is his first, player too, huh? Yeah, he plays linebacker. So finding yeah, his own way, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> he has great hands, but you know maybe he he'll, he'll catch yeah. ten picks or something like that. But uh, just a just a smart kid. And, um, you know, Marion, he's 12 now. He's uh-huh. he's running the uh, USA track. So he'll be hopefully um, in the Junior Olympics in about a couple months. Fun. Um, Morel, he's do, he's the same. He 
runs track and is playing football. Um, Maya, Yaya, she's uh, she's six now. She's, she'll be going on six. seven. Yes. I remember um, when she, she was just a baby. Yeah, she was born. <laughs> she, I had to take off and yeah. was 16 um, when she was born. So she's a, she's in competitive cheer now. And then um, little little Mila, she's just she's just a te- she's just just te- she's a terror. She's just running it up. She's a princess. Running she's it the up. She's the youngest. Yeah, she's a princess. She's running the house. She's oh, running yeah. the house That's and, how it goes. and doing doing her thing. So uh, we'll get her started. You and Jasmine here in a are busy. Bit. Yeah, we're it's a good busy. busy though. It's a great busy. A great busy. So yeah. well, it's awesome to have you back here, Marv. Thanks for taking the time to uh, to join me. I know the fans. You've always been a fan favorite, and it's exciting times here. And I'm glad you can be a part of it in, in your second go around appreciate you i appreciate you let's do it <laughs> welcome back to the 20 minute huddle podcast presented by microsoft i am now joined by pj clark and we are going to dip into minicamp first off that was a pretty great interview but with, with that marv was, that was, we brought the energy on that was one. great happy to have marv back i am detroit. very happy to have marv back in detroit let's talk about minicamp a little bit peach um three days obviously limited contact helmets and shorts you can't glean a lot from the offensive line defensive line especially you know speed space you can you know glean guys a little are running bit routes, guys seeing are running routes seeing stuff i think maybe the two things that jumped out to me right from the three days of, of observing this was one, this secondary is vastly improved. You know, guys like CJ Gardner Johnson, Cam Sutton, Brian Branch, we'll see Emmanuel Mosley uh, probably, you know, later in training camp or, or into the season. Um, but the three guys that we did see and then having Tracy back, obviously, they were just. There were there was less separation from receivers. There were more hands on footballs. There were more footballs that that hit the ground. We talked to uh, Jared, and I asked him about that, and he said he or he used the word stickier as 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 his term of of the difference between last year and this year. So, um, and it was evident to me. I mean, the compete level. I think just night and day, that secondary w- was was much better than we saw the three days this time last year. And I think that the the other difference is it's a lot louder. There's a lot of oh, talking. Yeah. There's a lot of celebrating. C.J. Gardner Johnson, you know, he's going to bring that energy. But right even the the, the communication, him and and Cam Sutton, they're barking before every play, just trying to get everybody set up in in the right spot. And you know, C.J.'s helping Kirby in the back end, move him around, figure that out. If you know, was played with. The first team mostly with Tracy still rehabbing. So they're all talking, trying to figure out the locations. And then just, you know, you're seeing the depth now where Jerry Jacobs is is running with the twos a little bit. Mm -hmm. And having him, you know, as your next guy up is, you know, that guy was your number one corner at the end of last year. Now he's all of a sudden just the next guy up, which is just, you know. Rising tide lifts all boats, kind of thing in, sure. the, in the secondary room. And getting a guy like Tracy Walker back, I think, is huge oh, too. A absolutely. lot of people forget about that. He was hurt week three last year with that Achilles, and you know that leading tackler the the, the year before. Um, just a guy that communicates really well. Yeah. Gets he's he's the quarterback of that secondary. Getting him back, and then those additions are huge. And the other one for me was Nate Sudfeld. Um, there's been a lot of talk about the backup quarterback job here um, in Detroit behind Jared Goff. You know, will they sign a vet before camp or um, do, do they have enough if something happens to, to Jared? And I thought um, Nate was terrific over the course of the three days. He's you know, been ripping it. He's played in six games. He's thrown only 37 passes. So that's the knock, right? We just haven't seen enough of him. Yeah. He comes from a good program in Philly. And what I saw, Peach, was a guy who um, stood back in the pocket, tall, 
delivered the football, knew where to go with it, delivered on time, accurate, had a strong arm. He ran that second team offense and they went up and down the field. I thought over the course of the three days, winning a lot of their um, situational football periods against the defense. And I, I, I thought he was really, really good. He made my list of five guys that impress or he will make it um, that'll come out on Saturday. Um, and I, I just thought he was good. I thought he answered a lot of question marks about that backup quarterback. Job. I was really impressed at his ability. He pushed the ball downfield, which, you know, it, it's practice. It's a good, good thing to do, but accurately and to the sidelines, especially there's mm-hmm. been a lot of two minute, you know, 30 second need a touchdown. Got to go downfield from the negative 40, got to score a touchdown. And, and Nate Subfield is hitting little, you know, out to the sideline every time to get out of bounds. And that's, you know, far hash, still delivering it on time, splitting coverages in in the zone. I, I've been really impressed with with Nate Subfeld and honestly is the second team offense as as a whole. Yeah. hundred percent. Um yeah, I, I thought Laporta and Gibbs looked really good. I thought those are two youngsters that are gonna have an opportunity to um to, to make an impact early on Gibbs. I think the running game, you can evaluate without pads and without pads up front. So I think we'll, we'll see more of that part of it come training camp. But um, for me, what he does in the passing game and what he provides in the passing game, um, you know, I think you can line him out wide. You can put him in the slot. Um, look, he had a couple drops, um, but when I watch him, the route running is terrific, and he doesn't slow down at all or no. break stride when he catches the football. It, it, it's really fun to watch. It, it doesn't have to be right in front of him either. If it's high or low, he just snatches the ball and continues moving and, and then turns and gets upfield. It's different from, you know, you see that from really good wide receivers. You see that from Amon Ross St. Brown, but you don't see that much from running backs. That's the one thing I noticed with him and then with Laporta, just the separation. He's just a guy that seems to be open a lot. And look, that tight end position, that's the second hardest for a rookie to learn outside a quarterback. You're essentially learning three, four positions. Plus, you have to know all the uh, checks. You have to know the run game fits. You have to know the protections. It's really hard to play that position. Uh, but he's a smart guy, and and he's picking it up. He's making mistakes, but he's picking up. But the one thing with him is the separation um, that he gets. And then with Gibbs, it's just his ability to not break stride, catch the football, and make big plays. It was, it was funny. On Wednesday, he made a catch, and he was kind of alone little slant he caught in the middle and he and he caught it kind of turned up field and I heard one of the offensive players shout goodbye like he's earning that reputation already if there's no one around him and he gets in he's space gone. He, he's gone and I think that's a good reputation to have early on for a youngster that that exact play so the, we tweeted a clip of it and that one it was even like you said ball's thrown a little bit high just goes up snatches it all all hands comes down does not even blink and yeah. just cuts up the sideline and, and nobody's you know it, it got blown dead because I think the safety was over the top, just got a hand on him. Yeah. You're not tackling Junior no. Gibbs at full speed coming across the middle <laughs> like that. So I, he's been, you know, really impressive. You like you said on the on the first day, especially Tuesday, worked through some drops. But yeah. I, it's you know, what more did you want from his first little taste of, of full squad action? I think it would be the answer. And then Laporta to me, I mean, he's been I think he's been the standout through the offseason program for me. Every yeah. I mean contested catches over the middle sideline he's playing split out wide he's playing in the slot the amount of just the versatility and yeah he's running more with the twos than the ones right now but that's just how it that's, works that's how you got to start it, it, that's not going to be no. happening long but i will say the, the sudfeld laporta connection if it ever gets that far <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm buying stock. It, it's been good. It, it, has anything else jumped out to you over the course of the three days? And, and again, it's hard because it's pads. You know, you, you can't really evaluate the offense. There's no pads. You can't evaluate the offensive lineman. You can't do some of those things. I think maybe a couple for me. Um, I think the competition at linebacker yep. is going to be really Definitely. good. I think Derek Barnes has – um, kind of put himself into that conversation. I don't think that position is just going to be handed to Jack. I think Jack's going to have to earn that. Malcolm was a little dinged up. We didn't see him, but obviously, you know, from what he did last year, he's going to be in the mix as well. They've signed Jalen Reeves, Maben, um, you know, a guy that's really good on third down, good in space. Obviously, special teams is going to be his forte, but um, we saw in his first stint here, he he found his way onto the field on Definitely. defense, especially in passing situations, so he could be in the mix too. I think that's going to be a really interesting dynamic, and I think. The depth at edge, I think, showed a little bit in minicamp, too. Obviously, again, no pads, so they're not really going after it. But, look, you're going to have Charles Harris and you're going to have Aiden Hutchison. Those were the primary the two guys on the edge. But, look, James Houston's going to mix himself in. You've got Kamish that, that, that's back. Um, you've got a bunch of guys that, that are looking um, – to be in, in that position. Um, Romeo Quara is, is another one back healthy. He said he feels as good as he has in a couple of years. Um, so I think it'll be really interesting to see not only who starts and, and kind of the depth there, but roster spots too. I yeah. mean, a guy like Julian Aquara and where does everybody fit in, in the mix? Now, I think that's a deep group and not everybody's going to make this squad. I think they're going to be in a situation on the edge to maybe, um, you know, have, have, have to release a guy that could certainly be picked up by another Absolutely. team and, and compete and, and play for them. I think that linebacker spot and that edge spot are going to be two positions to watch for you guys uh, when, when training camp starts. And to throw another one in, I just, I, every time I see Broderick Martin, I start to get it more. Yeah. I, he is just a massive, massive, massive human being. And I thought even some of the UDFAs, Corey Durden had it, had a good couple pass breakups on, mm-hmm. on Wednesday. A lot of, from the interior, uh, Broderick had a couple and Durden had a couple very like hand aware and passing lanes, which I think when you have the big bodies like that, it's a good thing to have, especially when it, it happened most of the time in red zone. So you're in tight, you know, 15 yard line, they're getting hands ready to bat balls down at the line of scrimmage, which, you know, can only create good things if yeah. you're the defense. So I think that's another thing to keep an eye on as well. I think maybe the last one for me, the kicker competition. Uh, we did not see, um, you know, Michael Badgley. I don't know if he's dealing with something or he, he just didn't take part in the in the minicamp stuff. Um, we did see um, Parker Romo. We did see Riley Patterson. Mixed mixed results. You know, I think Thursday I had them both down as seven for eleven on their on their field goals. They did kind of a little competition. Um, I think all three guys will head into camp. It'll be interesting too. There, not uh, Romo's got the big leg. Patterson and, and Badgley obviously have the experience, a little more accurate. Uh, kind of how that plays out and who wins that, I think, will be an interesting one to watch as well. It is, and that's, I mean, it, it's going to end up mattering. You see it in you know, a handful of games a year where that it's going to come down to a field goal at some point. So you have to feel confident with who it's going to be. And the Lions have had kicker competitions the last couple of years in, in training camp and still on the search for that consistent guy. And now you got three of them. The yeah. odds, the odds are increased if you're going to keep three around. So it's definitely uh, something to keep an eye on. But Romo, especially, um, 
I can't remember if it was Tuesday or last week, but he was hitting a couple from 60 plus. That, yeah. It was you know, the, the, la- little, the second OTA. Yeah. Open OTA. A little, little eye opening. Yeah. For sure. He's got a big leg. He's got the biggest leg of the three, but in the end to me, it's, can you hit that 46 yarder? That's got to be automatic, yeah. you know? And so that's where I think he's got to prove himself. He was 17 and 19 in the XFL though. So he's got a little track record of success there too. So look, it's, it's a lot of interesting competitions. There's a lot of depth on this football team. I think this is going to be one of the funnest training camps I've covered in my 15 years covering the team. Definitely. Just because they've got depth all over this roster. There's no real spot where I look at it and they're like, wow, they're, they're pretty weak there. you know. Um, and obviously the expectations are what they are. And the NFC North is right there and it should be fun. we got to get through one more OTA uh, next week. Um, I think a lot of the vets are out here. will be more focused on the youngsters. Um, and then we get summer break and then boom, it's training camp at the end of July and this is going to be a fun one should be a fun one